This episode of Talk Fitness is in partnership with The Vitamin Shop, where knowledgeable health enthusiasts are standing by to help you thrive every day. So glad you're listening to Talk Fitness today. I just finished such an amazing book. I absolutely love it. I'm going to do her 28 days, and I can't wait. It is Holly Reelinger. Her book is Lifted, 28 Days to Strengthen Your Body, Focus Your Mind, Elevate Your Spirit. Hey, Holly. Hi, how are you? Good. How are you? Did I say your last name correctly? You did. I was actually really impressed. Not many people get that right in the first round. So, (laughs) (laughs) All right. Well, I just want to say, I get so many books, and having you on the cover, I mean, you're absolutely glorious to look at, and that smile, you you. just radiate positivity. I thought, okay, I'm delving immediately into this one, and I'm so glad I did. I read it in one sitting, and uh, I I already did some of the workout this morning. I'm so excited. And, you know, it's so cool. Yeah, well, you know, in the introduction, you really grabbed me. When you talked about the why and you say, no matter how much you exercise, you'll never be satisfied and never find joy, even if you get in the best shape of your life, if you don't discover your why and rethink it. Expand on this for us. Yeah, you know, that was really important to me. Just the more I've worked with people, um, I've seen people set goals that are really short-lived. And I think we're in an industry where... People are looking for quick fixes. They're looking for fast tracks. And it's like kind of why? Like why are, why are we in a hurry like that? Why are you doing that? And when, when people attach real meaning to something, they're far more likely to stick with the program. And that's what I've tried to get people to really understand and really talk to me about so that they can, they can dive in headfirst and stay there and not make this just a temporary, a temporary experience for themselves. You know what I love, too, is how when you ask them why, well, I want to fit my clothes better. Well, why? Because I want to feel better about myself. Well, because why? Blah, blah, blah. And it all came down to love. And I thought that was so interesting and so spot on. Yeah, you know, it's true. And I think that, you know, that's really why people surface level think they want to work out a lot of times. You know, it's for the abs or for my legs to look a certain way. And it's like when you really get people talking, sometimes they don't even realize that, it's far, it's far more than that. There's a deeper reason. And it's interesting to see people connect to those reasons. Yeah, I think so too. I mean, I'm, I would love to have, be more fit and to look stronger, but at the end of the day, now that I'm getting a bit older, I want to be functional. I want to be, you know, not using a walker when I'm 80. I want to not be in a home. I want to, you know, have a strong body. And I think if we can focus more on that, even though it's great to look good, we want to be feeling good. And that's something that I'd like to emphasize on Talk Fitness today is it is about getting stronger. And if you're already super fit, how you can go to the next level, but it's also about being functional, comfortable in your body and able to live a long and healthy life. Yeah. I mean, you really just nailed it right there for me. I mean, I'm 43 and um, in this industry, a lot of times you can look and think, oh, there's all these young, hot trainers. And like, you could be almost intimidated by that young, fresh blood. But the thing is like, I come at it from a very different perspective. I was a former pro athlete, so I trained at one time because it was my livelihood and my job and my passion. And then my early 20s and 30s, it was really, I I wanted to look good and I wanted to go out and look fantastic in my clothes. And now that I'm in my 40s, I just am experiencing a lot more balance and self-acceptance and, you know, I can't just jump up and go for a run like I used to be able to when I was 20. And it just really makes you think about what's most important to you and why you exercise. And it could be something as as simple as mental clarity, you know, or it makes you feel happy. 
And it's, I think it's really empowering when you start to, to take those reasons and apply them to the reasons that you, you work out and why you want to be fit. You know, speaking of mental clarity, I love that you included meditation in the book. And my husband, who's been meditating for years and is always trying to get me to, and I have, I have recently started, so it's slow. I'm not up to 10 minutes, but I'm trying. Um, but I have gotten back into a yoga practice after 14 years of not doing it. Uh, I did it every day while I was praying with my daughter. And then I stopped. <laughs> She's 13. So it's been a while. Yeah. Uh, I find myself mindful in those moments. That is so cool because that's going to help you with your why and it's going to help you with your overall balance. So let's talk about that because I hear from so many people, it's just too hard. And that that's for me too, because I feel like if I have those thoughts the whole time, then I'm failing. But you talk about, think of it like a cloud and let it go by and you're not failing, right? You're still sitting, you're still in that right headspace, even if there's stuff going through your mind. Yeah. And you know what? First of all, it is hard. You know, it's hard to sit yes. down and be still, especially in our world today where we're, we almost celebrate being able to do 10 things at once. So yeah. to, be, to go in the opposite direction and just sit down and breathe is like, whoa, that's, that's really hard. So just acknowledge it's hard, first of all. I think, you know, acknowledging something like that gives you a little bit more freedom to, to go into it when, and let it not be. And starting small is really important. Um, I like to compare it to people running a marathon. They're not going to go out and run 15 miles the first day. They're probably going to walk, jog one mile. So celebrating the smallest of victories, even sitting down and closing your eyes and breathing for five minutes. And when you're finished saying, wow, that was a hot mess. Like my mind was all over the place. <laughs> At least you know that. At least you know, like, wow, my, my thoughts are all over the place. And that's way more insightful than not having a set, set down at all for those five minutes. That is so true. And I think that was my problem is I felt like every time I tried, all I would do be doing the whole way is, okay, there's another thought, bring it back to the breath, bring it back to the breath, bring it back. Like, I always thought you kind of had to stay without anything in your mind in order for it to work. But that's kind of impossible, isn't it? Totally. And when you when that's the goal, you'll sit down and fail every time. Yeah. Um, we can't <laughs> stop thinking. You know, it's the best we can do is yeah. we can almost step aside from our thoughts and observe them. And when we observe them, we, we come into this space where we're like, wow, my thoughts aren't controlling me. I'm, I'm giving, I'm taking my power back. These are thoughts that are coming into my head and I can detach from them. And I know for me on my craziest days, sometimes my thoughts can get the best of me. And, and it's really nice to be able to be in practice of seeing a thought and be like, you know what? No, I'm not going down that road right now. And I think that's what it's really about. It's the same way you would train a muscle. Um, you want to train your mind the same way and it takes, it takes discipline and it takes repetition. Yeah, it does. You know, one of the things that I love as well in the book is a visualization. I love doing like, I have a book coming out next year and I really want to go uh, on Howard Stern because thank you, because it's about uh, sex and sexual health and clean eating and fitness and connection. And it's it, it, just right up Howard and Robin's alley. So I, I've been, I've been like actually visualizing myself in the studio laughing, talking to Howard, talking to Robin, you know, I sound silly, but you know, I, I'm, I'm creating my dream board with pictures of them and people might be like, Heck Howard, yeah. but it's like, no, right. I mean, it and then works. I see myself on with Kathy and Huda and I'm like imagining what I'm going to wear. And you said like the more details, the better. So I'm so glad to read that. Cause I'm thinking, am I just nutty? <laughs> no, man. I am, you know still. what? <laughs> You know, I, I learned that early on as being an athlete, and I would visualize yeah. myself in the game. 
Um, and I'd visualize myself dribbling and having the perfect game and everything being so fluid. And, you know, when your mind's been there before, when you are actually physically in that moment, it feels familiar. And yeah, I think that that has application to our entire life. You don't have to be an athlete to visualize the perfect game. We should be visualizing our perfect life every day. I think so too. And I love when you talk about the dream board, you say, my dream board is my perfect painting of the way I want my life to play out. So talk to us about yours. Yours is beautiful. So elaborate. But you you. can start small. Well, let me tell you something really interesting. And I think something I've loved sharing with, uh, with everyone as, as I've gone along in my journey is that I'm not perfect because I think trainers like to present themselves as being perfect. And I wake up and I do this every day. And like, I'm not like I'm, I fail all the time. You know, I didn't meditate this morning cause I got too busy. But, um, a month ago I was having my apartment repainted and I took my entire dream board down oh, wow. and it was during a big time of transition in my life. I left the company. I started a new job. It didn't work. I left that one. And I was just like, Whoa, this is not what I, saw happening in this year. I had a much different vision for myself and started taking down piece by piece. And I was like, you know what? I'm taking this whole thing down and I just want to reevaluate my dreams right now. You know, and I took the ones that really meant a lot to me and I put them to the side and I kept them, but it was a really, it was an emotional process as I took each dream that I had accomplished down. I could feel the passion and the grit and the determination it took to reach that goal. I took certain dreams down that didn't come true, but I was actually happy they didn't, or maybe they manifested in other ways. So it was this amazing experience for me where I got to like restructure and reset. And it really was cathartic and amazing. And so it just, you know, it it can unfold in a lot of different ways. I love that you shared that story. All right. I want to jump into the sweat part of the book. You know what I love? I love that you have all these exercises. You don't have any equipment at all. And bodyweight exercises are my favorite. So talk about that. Well, you know, I wanted wanted this book to be accessible to everyone. And I I really thought about it. I was like, should I add dumbbells? Should I do something? And, you know, I think, for me anyway, living in New York, I forget sometimes that there's plenty of other places that don't have access to gyms all the time. Or, you know, they there there's mothers that are at home because of childcare or whatever, like they just don't have time. And I was like, how can I make this book accessible to every single person that has it in their hands? You can always, I say in there too, you can always add a dumbbell. You can always add more, but this is a book that anybody can do any, anywhere in their home, in their backyard. So it was really important to me to, to make that book like that. I'm so glad you did. I mean, I, I love these exercises. I have to admit, some of them were harder for me. I do have a bursitis in one of my knees, so I had to modify. And I think that's the point. Like, if you're injured or you haven't worked out for a long time, you can make modifications to these. Yes, for sure. Yeah, because I think that's important. Because I think sometimes what happens is if you are if you haven't worked out for a while or you are injured or there's something else going on and you look at it, And you're thinking, oh, I can't even do that rather than, okay, so my burpee might take five minutes (laughs) for me to do one. Okay, maybe not five minutes, but let's break it down. And I think if you can do that rather than get overwhelmed, uh, plus I look at you and I'm like, oh my God, she looks perfect, right? And then people are like, I can never do that. But you can't think that way. You have to think, yes, I can do that. Yes, I'm not going to look like her, but I'm going to be me and I'm going to be strong and I'm going to get in better shape. Uh, Yeah, absolutely. And just, just 
hearing you talk, it reminded me of two of my favorite quotes. And the first one is, oh. comparison is the thief of joy. Like, comparing ourselves to anyone out there is, like, such a yes. mistake, you know? I could work as hard as I possibly work all the time, and I'm never going to have the exact body that someone else has. But I can always strive to be just a little bit better or, you know, be a little bit more fit. Um, and the other, the other quote that I love is that you don't have to see the whole staircase, just take the first step. And, you know, when you, when you look at someone's body or you look at a program and you look at the overall goal, you can stand there and you can just be paralyzed by fear. And, and if you just take that first step, you just do day one, there's a lot of small victories in that. And there's a lot of momentum in that. And I think no matter what is it is, it doesn't have to be fitness. If you go take a French class or a painting class, you realize that there's so much fear involved taking that or surrounding taking that first step. And if you just take it, that little bit of courage is going to go a long way. It's so true. You know, I want a bumper sticker that says both of those. But it's it's funny because just the other day I was talking to my daughter and I brought up that she was comparing. And I said that comparison is a thief of joy. And I think that's so right on. And it's something that we need to get through our heads, especially in our social media culture. And oh, especially man. with all the Instagram. And then don't forget the filters and everybody looks it's better. Everything. <laughs> Somebody saw me the other day and she's like, wow, it looks like you're doing great. And I was like, well, doesn't everybody look great on Instagram? I mean, yeah. <laughs> we all are living our perfect lives on Instagram. <laughs> oh, yeah. I mean, right. I'll tell you right now, you know, well, you, you, you don't have it, but, uh, you know, I have that kind of side that boob thing that kind of you know when you get older a little bit <laughs> out of the side i'm just being honest out of the side of your arm they're gonna fire me. you can't teach this show you have side boob but i'm busty and so out the side there's a little and now when i take pictures if you notice and i'm giving away my secret i cut so that doesn't show and i'm thinking maybe i shouldn't cut it like that maybe i should just embrace that there's a little chub right there because most women have that at a certain age yeah. or if they're busty and what are you going to do right but i notice you try to put your best foot forward but then I don't know. Okay, I'm going to try to be brave and show my little um, whatever this is called. You know what I'm talking about, right? Uh, yeah, of <laughs> I course I do. I yes. And you know what? I really any ways to get rid of that? Of... <laughs> What's that? I said any way to get rid of that. <laughs> Listen, some things aren't we can't get rid of. Some things we just have to embrace. That's what I've learned. You know, that I have really, really big quads. And mm. in high school, I, I hated them so much that I wouldn't even wear jeans. Really? And Oh Thank God I came to love them because they aren't changing. They'll never change. No matter what I do, they won't change. And I'm super fit. Like those muscles yeah. are the way they are. So I think it's important for us to not waste our whole lives hoping one part of ourselves is different because there's so many other ways to embrace ourselves. And actually now I love them and I never would have thought that would have happened, but I'm so glad that I do. Oh, yeah. And they're doing great things for you. And that's the other thing, too. We need to think of all the great things that our body does for us versus if, if there's like imperfections, because we we all get hung up. Yeah, we do. And I do really appreciate the brands out there right now that are embracing different sizes and shapes. Oh, um, I did a campaign called the All Women Project, where um, we brought together women that were too tall, too black, too fit, too skinny, too, like, and it was just yeah. such an amazing shoot because we were all there with such different bodies, and we were like, yeah, like, I, in that moment, I was like, thank God we don't all look alike. It was really beautiful. Where, it, where can we find this? Is there, like, a campaign? You said it's a campaign? Is there? 
we can yeah, find so it on two, social media? Uh, two models, one who's a plus model and um, the other who's, I don't even know if you would classify her as a plus model, but I think in the industry they do, which is yeah, crazy. Yeah. It's so um, ridiculous. They mm-hmm. decided, like, enough of this. Like, they had spent most of their life, like, starving themselves and trying to fit into the mold. And they were like, you know, I'm not going to do this anymore. And they started a campaign called the All, All Woman Pro- Campaign, All Woman Project. I think they have a website you can go to. You can also scroll through my Instagram and uh, you can see their tags. And they also have an Instagram handle. But just check it out. They're doing great things. They, it was their second year doing it. And um, I think it's it's a good lesson for all of us to embrace what makes us different. Oh, I think so too. I mean, I'm a size ten, so apparently I'm huge. I mean, <laughs> I'm five ten as well. I'm very tall. I'm a big, big girl. Um, all right, let's talk about spirit. I love this, aka smile. It's not until you come to a place of gratitude that you can ever truly change a thing about yourself. And we've been hearing more and more about the importance of gratitude, keeping gratitude journals, or just reminding yourself. I, I spoke with this great woman the other day, Allie Katz a hot mess to mindful mom. And she talked about just putting it up like a little note on your mirror, just to be grateful rather than, you know, just to remind you. I love that. Yeah, I do too. And, you know, I, I wake up in the morning sometimes and I'll have a really busy day. For example, yesterday, just a super busy day. I'm going on vacation on Thursday. So I'm squeezing five days into three this week. I woke up and I just, sort of have this anxiety about my busy day. And I think sometimes we're just used to being in that state. And and I took a step away from it and I was like, man, I'm filming this great thing in my apartment for four hours. That's going to be super fun. And this client I haven't seen in a month, it's going to be great to reconnect with him. So I just, it's really just spinning your mindset. So I took this anxiety ridden moment in the morning of having a busy day to really stepping back and being grateful for what my day was made of. And it can be as simple as that. Yeah, I do that too. Sometimes I get overwhelmed because I've had to change my schedule around because my daughter goes to school an hour away. She's on the autism spectrum and has some other learning differences. And it's a big pain, but it's the first time ever she's loved school. So it's completely, I would drive across the country to make her, you know, enjoy school and feel good about herself. Anyway, long story short, though, I've had to change everything around. So now I tape a bunch on one day or two days. And I was like, oh, my gosh, it's overwhelming. I'm like, wait, wait a second. I get to talk to Holly. I mean, this is awesome. (laughs) I get to talk to, you know, Drew Manning or Kristen Heidi Powell or whoever it might be. And it's great. So it's true. Like, you can get overwhelmed. But then when you look at what you're actually doing, you're like, this is pretty flipping cool. I'm liking this. You know, I want to talk about the Lifted program Bring it all together in chapter five in a nutshell. So just take us through so people know what they're getting and, and get this book. I'm telling you, it's fantastic. Lifted. Yeah. So it, it touches on a lot of things that are just over the years I've found to be really important in wellness in general, not just fitness, but wellness. Yeah. And for me, wellness all leads to being happy. And how do we do that? And so for me, I brought in a lot of the tools that I've used, not just in my basketball career, but throughout life and in my fitness career. So some of the high points are I teach how to meditate. I talk about meditation and the importance of it and try to have you integrated into not just every day, but meditating right before you do your workout because we do anything better when we're, we're thinking about it. We're actually focusing on it. Um, the 28 days is uh, a physical workout as well, as, as you've mentioned, and it's just your body weight, so it's really accessible to everyone. And then I also talk about nutrition because it's just such a big part. And I think, you know, if you're not 
giving your body the right fuel, and I like to think about it as fuel, then, um, you know, you're not, you're not really going to, you're not going to feel your best and you're not going to perform your best and, or look your best. Um, so I give you some great, simple recipes. I partnered with an amazing nutritionist and my big thing was make them simple. You know, I don't want people to have to go out and buy 35 ingredients for a meal they're going to cook once. So I wanted to make that super accessible and, and easy for everybody. And then just being happy. I give you tips on, you know, just really waking up and, and, Changing your mindset, like you and I just talked about, taking a, uh, a seemingly stressful day, breaking it down, and and realizing the 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 great parts to it, or what amazing feelings can from come from just being nice to other people, things that we might take for granted. So, for me, it's wellness in a in a three hundred and sixty degree formula. Well, I really do see this book as life-changing because you, you cover every aspect. So people could pick this up and literally be able to get into a routine, get into meditation, get into eating the right things. As a matter of fact, uh, one of your lunch recipes, ABC delicious salad, avocado, basil, chicken. I love that. I made that. It's so good. I am all about the healthy fats. I'm like obsessed with healthy fats. I and, love it. Uh, it's so good. Oh my gosh. Yeah, it was delicious. Oh, I'm so and, happy to hear and, that. Yeah. And you have the eight that elevate. So this is, I, I was like, oh, I'm already doing this. Good. <laughs> no processed foods, uh, ingredients count, not calories, eat more plants than animals, minimize your grains, give a high five to fat, uh, eat only those animals that are treated the right way, have sweets in moderation and eat clean, but don't be cleaned out. I like that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's yeah, good you that know, you it's have, not, um, oh, go ahead. There's so many diets out there and I just, it's simple. We really, if we could just simplify it, it's right there. And I, to me, those, those eight things were the best way I could simplify just eating well. I think so too. You know, I want to touch on your basketball career in the last couple of minutes. You knew as a six-year-old that you wanted to play basketball and you were small, right? And what was your height now? Five, four? And yeah. you still play like you put, I mean, that is incredible. You put your mind to it. You had this goal and you talk about out process and outcome goals. If you can talk about those in relation, how they work, what are they? And then how that applied to you in your basketball career. Yeah. Well, you know, you can have a big goal, you know, and that's great. I, I, I like to say if people aren't laughing at your dreams, they're not big enough. And I think we should have them. Mm-hmm. We should put it out there. You, you talked about your big dreams with your book. We have to have them. Oh yeah. It's important. Um, but how we get there is another thing, you know, and a, a dream without a plan is a wish. So being able to really write down, what can I do this? What can I do today? What can I do this week? What can I do this month? So you're making it more tangible. And I think when you can put the two of those things together, you can dream really big dreams and you can accomplish them. And you can also celebrate small victories because accomplishing goals is one of the most rewarding feelings in the world. I mean, I like to even just check things off a list. Like that feels good to me. Um, yeah. So when you combine those two things, I think that's where the magic starts to happen. I think so too. It really is. And it's so inspiring. Your, your story is so inspiring because sometimes you just want to give up, you know, you just get, you feel like you do all the right things and things still don't come together. And there was a point actually in my career where I was like, God, this something wasn't working. And I, I was so close to like, just forget it. And then some big thing happened. Right. So you never know what's around the corner and you, you have to work. There's a, a great quote that of course I don't remember 
<laughs> something about, maybe you know it. It's so frustrating. I was trying to tell my friend yesterday, it was something about hard work plus perseverance plus luck or something equals success. I forgot what it was, but it was basically a lot of it is timing. And you it never is. know when that right time is going to be, isn't it? It's so true. You know, you got to, you got to trust the process. You know, if you really want something and you know, in your heart and soul, you want it, you know, you have to trust the highs and the lows, you know, um, Michael Jordan was one of my mentors and he has a quote about how many shots he missed, how many games he lost. Like it's all part of the process. You're not going to win every single day. And there's a lot you can learn yeah. from it. And a lot of times your dream can shift, can shift, uh, tracks. Like you think that this is what you wanted and you run into somebody and you're like, Whoa, maybe I don't want to write a book. Maybe I want to be a talk show host. And you know, so there's magic in trusting the process. I think so too. And I think what's so important is to work hard and always be ready. Preparation plus, I forgot. I, you know what? I'm going to look it up, Holly, because <laughs> I'm going to I'm gonna right. tweet it's it to you. Word. Yeah. <laughs> when I get it, I'm going to tweet it to you. All right, Holly, Thank I'm following you. you on Twitter and Instagram and everywhere else because I think you're such an inspiration. Tell everyone else how they can uh, get on board as well and, and follow you on social media. Yeah, Instagram is the best place to find me. Um, it's just my name, Holly Rillinger. Um, you can also go to holly.life. It's my website, and there's a place you can put your email address in, and I send out a email every single Friday, and it has three sections. I give you a workout tip, I give you a nutrition tip, and I give you an inspirational tip. So mm. would love to connect with everyone that way as well. Oh, I am so signing up. Again, the book is Lifted, 28 Days to Strengthen Your Body, Focus Your Mind, Elevate Your Spirit. I highly recommend everyone go out and get this book. So glad you listened to Talk Fitness today. You can follow me on Twitter at HealthMediaGal1. You can check us out at Talk Healthy. Excuse me. I have another show called Talk Healthy Today. Talk Fitness, the number two day on uh, Twitter and Snapchat, and also Talk Fitness Today podcast on Instagram. Thanks for listening and stay well. This episode of Talk Fitness was produced by The Vitamin Shop, where trusted health enthusiasts help you thrive every day. Visit one of 800 stores across the country or head to vitaminshop.com for all your wellness needs. It all clear.